All right. Well, we are going to uh, have our time of, of teaching now. Um, we're not going to take very long to do this, but we're going to read a, a Bible story. And up here is Barry Lawler, one of our uh, youth. Um, yeah, let's hear it for our youth. And, and so he's going to read our Bible story. Today's Bible story is not really the, the Christmas story, even though we already said the Christmas story is the ultimate picture of compassion. But really, even when Jesus came here, that uh, he continued to live out his earthly ministry showing compassion. And, and so we're going to read a story that's found, it's the only miracle of Jesus that's found in all four of the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And we're actually going to read it from the Big Picture Storybook Bible uh, that our kids use for their curriculum week after week. And so Barry's going to lead us through this Bible story. Jesus and his disciples had been teaching and healing many people. There were so many people coming and going that they didn't even have time to eat. So Jesus said to his disciples, Come away with me to a quiet place and rest for a while. So Jesus and his disciples got into a boat to go away by themselves, but many people saw them leaving. The people followed them on foot and arrived ahead of them. When Jesus stepped out of the boat, he saw the huge crowd and felt sorry for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began to teach them many things. When evening came, the disciples went to Jesus and said, This place is a wilderness, and it's already late. Send the crowds away so that they can go into the villages and buy food for themselves. They don't need to go away, Jesus told them. You give them something to eat. Philip said, Even a year's worth of wages wouldn't buy enough bread for each of them to have even a bite. Then Jesus asked, How many loaves do you have? Go and look. Andrew, who was Peter's brother, said, there's a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Bring them here to me, Jesus said, and have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, so the crowds of people sat down. There were about 5,000 men plus women and children. Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish. Looking up to heaven, he blessed them. Then he broke the loaves and gave them to the, to the disciples. The disciples gave them to the crowds along with the fish. Everyone ate as much as they wanted. When the people were full, Jesus told his disciples, Pick up the leftover pieces so that nothing is wasted. The disciples filled twelve baskets with pieces of the leftover bread. When the people saw what Jesus had done, they said, This really is the prophet who has come into the world. All right, thank you, Barry. I'll grab this for me, and I'll grab this for me. Thanks, Barry. So if you're looking for kind of the, the deep Bible content of this, uh, last Sunday I actually took that message to be able to, to speak on this topic, so you can go and listen to that online. But today, with, with all of us in here, I just really want to hit on the, the big idea, the, the picture that we, we get here. And uh, we want to just hit on a couple of the, the main points that we can bring out. And really, in this story, we see how Jesus was the example and how he lived out this thing that we call compassion. And so, uh, compassion, we can define as sitting and suffering with. In fact, last week, we looked at a definition that said, it is the awareness of needs that other people have accompanied with a deep desire uh, in order to, to meet those needs. And so it's not just like kind of knowing there's some needs out there, but it's also accompanied with doing something uh, about it. And we see a Christ-like example of compassion in this story. 
uh, where we see that Jesus, he, he felt the need. He saw the need. He acted on that need. And for us, if we're looking at a big picture of what does Christ-like compassion look like, it has to include seeing needs. It has to include feeling the needs and then meeting those needs, both the spiritual and the physical needs. And so when we look at Jesus in this story, um, the first thing that we see, the first big idea that we get is this, that Jesus sees, Jesus feels, and Jesus acts. That's how he lives out compassion. Amen. And so we, uh, he showed up, and him and his disciples, his followers, were kind of had been busy and had been tired, had gone through uh, a tough season. And so they're trying to get away. They're trying to go off uh, and just get some rest. And so they take a boat, but when they land on the other side, they see. In fact, Jesus sees a crowd that had gone all the way to try to find him. So much was their need. And it says that Jesus looked on them, and he felt sorry for them. He felt compassion because he saw that they were like sheep without a shepherd. They didn't know where they were going. And then the day went on as Jesus spoke, and they got hungry. They had both a spiritual and a physical need. Jesus had been speaking to them and meeting their spiritual need by giving them God's word, and now they were getting hungry. Now his disciples, they kind of want, hey, let's send them away. But Jesus looks on the crowd. He sees the need. He feels their need, and he then does something about it. He looks at his disciple and he says, you do something about it. And, and here is the amazing thing. Another big idea is that Jesus invites his followers, including us, to be a part of the work, to join him in the work of compassion. Okay? And so he invites them. He says, you give them something to eat. Now the disciples look around and said, we don't have anything. We don't have much. Jesus says, well, look, look again. And in fact, the Gospel of John tells us that there was a little boy who had brought his lunch and that he had five loaves of bread and he had two fish. And Jesus looked at it and he said, we can use this. You see, with Jesus, he can do a lot with our little. And he only calls us to bring what he has given us that we can bring. You see, uh, we don't believe that compassion is resource limited when we have God. Because God, he, he wants to get things done. He wants to provide. But he just wants us to bring what we have to be able to, to bring. And so this little boy brings his lunch, five loaves, two fish. And Jesus does an incredible thing. He feeds 5,000 men plus the women and the children. Notice that the children were there in the crowd as well, and Jesus wanted them to participate in his work. We believe that, kids, that you are part of what God's doing. And so I got thinking this week, what is it that we have um, that Jesus might be able to do a lot with, even if it seems like a little to us. So I actually asked uh, some kids, if you, would, uh, if you would come up on stage, if you have one of those bags that I gave you, come up here on stage. There should be, should be five of you out there. Okay, come on, grab your bags, come on up here on stage, join me up here. And also, kids, if you have your clipboards, you'll notice on the back side, there's a picture of some bags. Okay, I want you to either write or draw what we find 
in these bags here, okay? So we have five bags. They're coming up. Are those your lunch bags, guys? Those are pretty big bags. All right, Z's up here as well, too. He's gonna, Julia, why don't you give Z your, your bag there? All right, Z, why don't you come bring that over? Let's see what's in your bag. Can you show me what's in your bag? Can you open it up? What do you think's in that bag? Bread. Does that look like bread? It does look like bread. What's on it? Does this look like something that you'd bring to school? A peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, you never had Some of you I know are allergic, so that's why it's in a bag here. We'll keep this over here and clear. But do you think that God could use this? Do you think? How, how do you think God could use this to show compassion? Amen. Anyone? Any idea? What do you think? What's that? He could cut it himself? He sure could. He's God. He can do it. What's that? He doesn't have to use a knife. You're right. You are exactly right. I think, I mean, we need provision just like the people in the story needed, right? And so God can take what provision he's given us, and he can use that. There's a lot of people that are hungry out there, a lot of people that have need. You know what I'm going to do with this? I'm going to take this. I'm going to put it at the cross of Jesus, all right? All right, let's see what else we have. Um, Let's see, Elise, let's open your bag. Let's see what we have there. What's in there? Money. Woo, a bag of money. Now, does that look like a lot of money? It doesn't look like a lot of money, does it? How much money do you see things in there? Two dollars, maybe. Okay, there's a bag. It's a dollar bill and some change. I wonder if God could use a little bit, like two dollars. Do you think so? In fact, as God's blessed us, I know that he can. You want to know something that you guys do as kids uh, in our church with just this much money each day? Um, you actually support a child down in Haiti. And I think we brought a picture uh, of her here. This is a little girl named Love Jenny Michelle with a couple of our team members from the last time. And our kids' ministry supports her. It only takes $29 a month, and so that's less than a dollar a day. And that as you guys bring your offerings, you support her. You support her in her schooling. You support her for the health needs that she has. And you, you support her spiritually to be able to learn about Jesus as well with only a little bit of money. Jesus can take our little and he can do a lot. Let me put that over there too. All right, what's in our next bag? Let me take your bag here. Why don't, open it up for me. Open it up for me. Let's see what's it. What do you guys think's in this bag? Oh, that's <laughs> ah, a couple things. First, we have a coffee cup. And just in case anybody, what does it say on there, Elise? It does say Merry Christmas, just in case anybody is wondering, okay? We made sure to include that. So now, what do we, we use? Well, hopefully you guys don't do anything with a cup of coffee. But what do your mom and dad or people usually, usually do with it? Drink it. Drink it, right? Probably early in the morning, so they're not too cranky, right? Yeah. What else? What? Well, who is this kid's parents? I see you guys out there. That's conviction right there. Well, good. Hey, if your parents like caffeinated kids, so it goes. I think there's something else in here, too. Ah, there's a scarf. All right. Again, how does that look? Does that work all right? Hey? 
All right. You know what? Oftentimes we think about keeping ourselves warm, right? But there's a lot of people, especially these days, that are cold out there. In fact, I stopped by McDonald's this week, and there were a couple people sitting outside, and I had stopped to get myself a hamburger, but really, uh, I went, ended up going in and getting them a cup of coffee just so they could stay warm. So the things that we enjoy, these maybe represent things that we use for ourselves that maybe God would want to use for others. So I'll put these over here as well. All right, two more. Let's see. Let's, let's get the last bag over here. Okay, I know you have one, Maddox. What's in your bag? Let's open it up. What is it? A clock? What are we going to do with that? How could God possibly use this? What do you guys think? To tell time? All right. Or a Frisbee. That could be a good idea. That would be fun. I don't know that that would show compassion. Amen. Any other ideas? Well, one thing that I think is that a clock represents time. Hello, youth. <laughs> right? A clock represents time. It's the time that we have. And honestly, for everything that when it comes to compassion, is it takes time. It takes time to care for people. It takes time to love people. It takes time out of our busy schedules. And oftentimes, we don't have it. And we, so we don't have time for compassion. We may have some of these other resources. Good job there on the compassion. Um, we, good. We often don't have the, the time. We may have the other resources, but we don't have the time. And so we need to make our time. Sometimes the most compassionate thing that we can do is to listen to somebody or to sit with them when they're going through something very difficult sitting and suffering with them. Or one of the greatest things that we can do to show compassion is pray for them. To actually intercede, not just in the kind of, hey, I'll pray for you and mention their name sometime, but to really sit and to bring them before Jesus and pray for one another. That is a wonderful thing we can do. All right, one more bag, and the kids are uh, kind of getting excited about this one. Maddox, why don't you show me what's in your lunch bag here? Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Wow. Any moms and dads, adults jealous out there? Look at this. This is an at-at or AT-AT, I guess. Star Wars. AT-AT. So this is a Lego, and this is actually Maddox. This is one of your prize toys, right? Now... He's kind of looking, looking at me a little bit. But sometimes God has blessed us with some prized possessions. Now, sometimes we're a little leery of letting others use them or sharing. However, God doesn't always take what we give and, and keep it. Sometimes he lets us use it and wants us to steward it well. So, Maddox, if it's okay with you, I'm just going to set it down from here. Okay, you will get to take it home, Okay. But sometimes God just wants us to come and to leave our possessions. You know, so even for us as grown-ups, sometimes we have things like our house that we've been blessed with, our cars that we've been blessed with, maybe even our tools that we've been blessed with that God would have us use to not just give away, but to use 
to help others who are hurting and in need. I think you guys have shown us that there's a lot of love up here. Love to see this, brother and sister. <coughs> you guys have shown us that God can do a lot with our little. I'll go ahead and dismiss you guys now. Thank you. Let's give the kids a hand. God can do a lot with our little. And oftentimes what we do grown-ups on a Sunday morning is we talk about these things, but we don't actually plan to do them. So we're going to do something a little bit different right now. Okay, some of you are here as families. Some of you are here as friends. Some of you came by yourself. And what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to give you a few minutes here, okay, where we're gonna, I'm going to stop talking. You're going to talk with your family, if parents, if you have your kids, or if you came with a friend, or if you're here by yourself, you feel a little uncomfortable with this, just maybe talk with Jesus a little bit and, and think about it. Um, but here's the question. What is it that you can bring to Jesus that he can use to help people who are hurting? Okay, so a few questions to think through here is what do we have? Okay, as families, as friends, you may say, oh, I don't have much. Well, we've given some examples. Maybe God can use what you have. What could you do with it? Or, or who could you help with it? And then finally, I want you to think about and discuss what is it that you could even do this week or this Christmas with what God has blessed you, okay? So you have about five minutes here. Okay, ready? So we're just going to kind of huddle with who you've got. Okay, ready? Um, again, if you're uncomfortable with this, just kind of, you can, you can sit there and, and think about it on your own. And then I'll bring us back together here in a minute. Okay, ready? Okay, go. Discuss.
All right, everybody, about one more minute, then we'll bring it back together. All right, hearing some good, good things coming from my family, from the families around. Now, we hope that you'll continue this discussion throughout the week. And here's the wonderful thing, kids, kids, I, here's the thing that I love about you, is that when you hear that you're supposed to do something, you don't let it go, right? And, and you let your parent, parents know. And so, just an example, I told my kids last week that we were going to go and, and rake uh, some leaves in, in the, the neighbor's houses, and so yesterday I look at my Kendall, and I asked, what, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm making flyers so we can rake leaves. And uh, I had kind of forgotten about it at that point, and it's kind of hoping it would go away. But no, she kept me uh, just being honest here. And uh, so in the midst of the busyness. Okay, so kids, whatever you're talking about, keep talking with your parents about a compassion. Amen? Keep talking with your parents about compassion. Keep talking with your friends about compassion. Because... We want to be a people that unleash compassion. Okay, we have some big initiatives here as a church where we are doing things on a global scale, going down to Haiti. Some of you brought donations, and you're going to have a chance. If you just hold on to them in a moment, you're going to be able to put those donations uh, by the cross of crib sheets uh, and baby formula that a team going down this week is going to uh, be able to deliver to kids in Haiti. Locally, we're looking at, at things like uh, right here in Yolo County and in Davis, there are kids uh, that don't have much. And so we're looking this Christmas how we can help them. But here's the thing. God is going to use you, not just this church as we come together, but you will see needs throughout your week. You will hopefully begin to feel uh, those needs. And then we want to be a people who act because compassion it's not just about seeing needs or feeling needs. It's about meeting those needs. So families, friends, individuals continue to have this conversation with Jesus. What is it that you can bring to him uh, in order to, to make a difference? Because our God is a God of compassion. Christmas continually reminds us of compassion. Jesus showed us the example of compassion. And he calls us to be his people of compassion. Now, the wonderful thing as Christ followers is not only, uh, we're not just an organization that goes out and meets physical needs. Jesus himself said that he was not just bringing bread, but that he was the bread of life. And Jesus not only met physical needs, but he was able to meet the spiritual need of the people. And he was able to bring forgiveness for sins. He was able to bring friendship with God. He was able to bring eternal life. And so when we go, we don't just bring physical stuff, we bring Jesus. And Jesus meets not only physical needs, but spiritual needs. And we're going to remember that now as we come and we celebrate a little bit of a meal uh, that we call communion. Okay, and so we're going to come, there's some tables set, and we take a piece of bread and we take a, a small bit of juice, we dip the bread in the juice, and we remember that Jesus died on the cross in order to show us the compassion of God. 
that he came and showed us grace and mercy. He he forgives us our sins. He gives us friendship with God. He gives us eternal life. And so uh, when you come, um, take the bread and juice. The band's going to play a couple songs. Families, parents, I would encourage you, bring your kids to the table while you come. It's your decision whether they take the bread and juice or not, but bring them with you because this is really a, a time that symbolizes us coming to the cross of Jesus, bringing him all that we are, even if it seems like a little, because we know that he can do a lot with whatever we bring. So we bring him our lives during this time. Let me pray for us, and then we'll move into our time of communion. Jesus, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the reminder of who you are and of how you work and how you have invited us to come back to you. God, you are a God of compassion. Amen. We can say amen in the midst of prayer too. You're a God of compassion and you loved us. You showed us grace and mercy. And because you showed us that grace and mercy, then we want to share that with others. So continue to work in our minds, continue to work in our hearts, whether they are big minds and hearts or little minds and hearts. Grow us to be who you are. Help us to be families who represent you, who are your hands and your feet in our neighborhoods uh, and in our schools. God, help us to be men and women who, whether it's on our campus or in our workplace, that we go and we're people that share your love, meeting needs very practically, just like you did, Jesus, on the cross and when you came at Christmas time. God, we love you. God, we thank you for showing us who you are, for calling us your own children. We're thankful that you are a God of compassion. In Jesus' name, amen.